Hi, Gateway Church Dartford here. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. We trust that what you hear will be a blessing and an encouragement to your journey. So, um, you must be wondering why, why are we taking these leaflets out? People have leafleted before. So we're going to look at that for a little while this morning. And then we're going to be breaking a little bit earlier than normal because we're going to go out in groups, whatever groups you want to form, and we're going to go around the neighbourhood and deliver leaflets about our forthcoming carol service that is an evangelistic event. Now, um, Dan, did you manage to get the map? Don't worry about it. He's the knowledge of, and Megan and Dan will know this area better than all of us probably, so they can probably tell you where to go. And yeah, and we're going to be praying over that um, as well. I mean, Megan shared about that during worship. And um, so before I begin that, I just want to give you a bit of a sneak peek of 2020, sorry, two th- um, 2023. So can I have the first slide, please? It's the first slide, our sneak peek. So what do you think? I want to give, I want to give you all an, uh, a chance to guess what our vision is going to be for 2023. Pardon? Awesome. Yeah, uh, well, we hope it'll be, well, we pray it'll be awesome. Anyone got any idea what our vision is going to be next year? Yeah, that's part of it. Our vision is based on the scripture that says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power. Now, I want you to emphasize on that word power. Yeah, remember that. It's the power of God for our salvation. There is power in the gospel. Amen? And we want to take that power, that dunamis, out there and show them, yeah, that, that, that the power of God for their salvation. Amen? So, our sneak peek next year. So, bear that in mind. I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for our salvation. Love God, love people, absolutely. That is part of that. And on the 8th of January, when we come back after the Christmas break, Chris and I, will, we, we will have our Visions Day. And Chris and I will be delivering to you what we're going to be doing throughout 2023. Why do I keep saying 2000? 2023. Yeah, amen. So, can I have the next slide, please? Sound like someone from the pandemic. Sound like next slide, please. Uh, but we're not delivering um, bad news. We're delivering good news today, yeah? So, we're going to be doing some series. So, uh, we've strategically planned out the year as we felt God has led. So, first of all, we're going to be looking at spiritual warfare. Now, when I say spiritual warfare, people, some people just go like this. Ooh. Yeah, because maybe you've, you've uh, been somewhere where people have had a little bit of a over interest in these things. Um, maybe some of you have had bad experiences. But this is something we all need to be aware of. It says in the Bible, it says, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers of the air. We are in a spiritual battle. We've talked about that again this morning. We are in a spiritual battle. We are spirit beings. And there is good and bad going on amongst us. There's God, God's heavenly hosts, and there are the hosts from the other place. 
yeah? Now, to be effective in our lives as Christians and in our individual ministries, we need to be equipped. Now, some of you might be frightened at the idea of looking at spiritual warfare. I promise you, Chris and I will not get spooky. But I am more worried about you not being equipped to live your lives properly equipped to face these things than you getting worried. Amen? We are going to come out of 2023 equipped on fire and ready. Amen? Equipped on fire and ready. Yep. So our first series is going to be on spiritual warfare. It's probably going to take the uh, shape of four weeks. And then the following one is on the Holy Spirit. I'm going to be going more into that in a minute. And the third one, evangelism. Amen. So I have any more, more, more after that? The next slide, please. What's that one? That one says, why are we... Why are we going into the community and delivering posters through people's letterboxes? Hmm. Let's look at that. So, I want you to turn to Matthew 28, verse 19 to 20. And someone let me know when you're there. Are we there? Yes, no. It says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always to the close of the age. Amen? So Jesus was giving out the Great Commission to his disciples, and he meant that for all of us. That is the one thing every single one of us is definitely called to do. We are all called to go out into the world, making disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. We are all called to evangelize. Now, I want to look at Luke 24, 49. You don't have to go there. I'll just read it to you. And that says, And now I will send the Holy Spirit, just as my Father promised, but stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. So that's from the same time. You see, Jesus gave this great commission out to people and said what I've just read in Luke as he was preparing to go back to heaven. Now he's come, he's, he's risen again. He's, now he's ready to go back to his father. And he's giving his last bits of advice and last commands. So he's saying to them, go out into the world, preach the good news, make disciples of people, baptize people, but don't leave Jerusalem until I have sent the Holy Spirit. Why did he say that? Can anyone answer? He said that because, I'm going to go now to Acts. This is Acts. Oh my word, I haven't annotated it. It says, on the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them, and everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. Holy Spirit gives us the power 
to go out and do this. The reason why Jesus told the disciples to wait until this moment was the Holy Spirit was going to give them the power to fulfill the Great Commission. Amen? That's why we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So we can go out there and do this and everything else that God has commanded us to do. God has given each and every one of us a destiny, a job that only you can do. And we need that Holy Spirit power to be able to fulfill that. Amen? So that is why we're going to be doing a series on the Holy Spirit. And finally, our third series is going to be on evangelism because we felt, me and Chris have been praying, and we felt that we prepare with the spiritual warfare, we prepare with Holy Spirit, and then we do evangelism because we've built those, those foundational blocks. Amen? So by the end of next year, we're going to be equipped and ready and on fire and ready to go out there making disciples of all the people that we meet. Amen. So, um, as Chris spoke about last Sunday, oops, excuse me, losing my notes. As Chris spoke about last Sunday, we, as I've just said, live in a spiritual world. And last week, Chris talked about the strong man. You see, and that is another reason why we need to look at spiritual warfare so we can learn to recognize that and take that down in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we need the Holy Spirit to enable us to evangelize, just like these early Christians. I mean, who's been watching The Chosen? Isn't it awesome? Isn't it great? And we see um, what these people are doing with Jesus, what Jesus is doing. And this is before the Holy Spirit, but obviously they've got Jesus with them. And Jesus is doing this, and it's so exciting. And I watch it, and I, I think, I wish it was like this now. You know, I wish we could just go out there boldly and, and just see these lives changed, people healed, people set free. Amen? We want everyone to know, God, this is why we're going out delivering these um, leaflets. We want people to know God like we know God. We want people to have that sweet, personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ just like we do, especially in this day and age when it's just impossible to, to function without God, I believe. And that's what we want, and we really need to pray that the Lord will just touch us and just give us this heart, give us this passion to see these people saved. Amen. So... I want to just look at why, you know, again, another why. This is another question. You know, you could say, well, maybe it's not for them. But the Bible is very clear. We don't know Jesus. Do we have eternal life if we don't know Jesus? Do we? Exactly. We want these people to, 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 to have eternal life. We want to see hell empty. Amen. We want to go out there, speak the truth, and see hell empty and kick the devil in the head. Amen. Yeah? This morning as you go out there, you're kicking the devil in the head. You're giving him a headache, yeah? And like that meme says, you, you be that person, you know, that when they wake up, the devil goes, oh, no, they're up. Yeah? We need to be like that, yeah? And, um, 
you know, you might think, you know, these people, you know, you might see someone and they look really successful, you know, but God does not measure success the way the world does. That person might look really successful, but they might be broken inside. Because we are all, every single one of us, are created with a God-shaped void in our lives. And nobody in this world will ever feel full fulfillment unless that hole is filled with God. Amen? So I want you all to cast your minds back to before you knew the Lord. And how empty you felt before you knew him. Look at who you are then and who you are now and see what the Lord has done. And just think how much you want that for these people around us. So before we go out, um, I just want us to pray again. If you could just stand. We're going to pray before we go out. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, that we can go out and do this, Lord. Thanks that we live in a free country where we are able to talk about you without fear of prosecution or um, death even, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that we have this area, Lord, that you've planted us here in an area where we can reach out in your name, Lord, and see lives change, Lord God. We just come against uh, the, the, this, this spirit of this age, Lord, that tells people that they don't need you, Lord God. That tells people that secularism is a voice of reason, Lord. We know that's not true. We know that you are the voice of reason, Lord God. We know that your truth is the truth, Lord God. And I pray that as people read these leaflets, they won't feel compelled to just throw them away. I pray, Lord, that something will happen, Lord in their spirits, that you'll stir them, Lord. And even if they don't come to this church, Lord, that they'll go somewhere and somehow they'll come to know you, Lord God. I pray that you'll help us, Lord, to give us stamina, Lord, as we go out there. The weather isn't brilliant, Lord. But help us, Lord. Touch the lives of the people in this area, Lord. Break the chains that bind people, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you have this place in your sights, Lord. And you want, to, you want these people for your own, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so if you want to, I don't know, get into teams. If you can't walk there like me, it's okay. You know, we're just going to stay here. We'll pray, we'll chat. But if you can, um, I'm going to give out the, um, the leaflets now. And I'm really grateful for that. And then come back and we've got nice hot chocolate and chocolate Christmassy type chocolate type things. Amen. Amen.